Welcome to this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg Griffith as we together learn what it means to be leaders of our world as we faithfully love and faithfully lead. Like, share, rate, and review this podcast with your friends and others of influence for they too are looking for people like you to help them lead and love day to day. Without further ado, here is your host, Greg Griffith. Hello, hello, hello. Wonderful to be again with all of you leaders. And uh, today, this is the segment where I just share about uh, five, ten minutes of just some thoughts that I have found helpful and ruminating within my heart, soul, and mind. And I want to talk about leaders, how important I think it is for us, no matter where you're leading, in your home, in your workplace, or just out into the neighborhoods and the world, I want to talk about the importance of knowing who you are and and then also knowing who you're not and and being able to live out that. Um, I think in this day and an age where we look at who we are and and also we look at what we want to be, we tend to sometimes look around ourselves and we see other people and we find ourselves, I find myself sometimes playing the comparison game. Social media really dives into this. Instagram is a lot about comparison. We see that, we know that as we look at Instagram. But I also think that when I look around and I see in my profession other pastors of churches in similar size or churches much larger, I find myself comparing and wanting to be like that. I also look around even even with my coworkers, those that I look and I go, man, they really are just getting after it, going really great, gangbusters. And that's where I think it's really important for us to actually know who we are as leaders and know who we are not, even at home. Who am I in my household? And what am I not in my household? And being comfortable with that. So let me share a couple stories about this. Right. So just kind of trying to illustrate this and bring this home. I think um, when I was a kid and and by a kid, I mean, when I was probably in my early 20s and I started to think about, oh, when I have a house and I started seeing friends with houses and others with things like that. And I started to think to myself, when I have a house, I'm going to have the most manicured, perfect lawn. And then when I got married... We lived in a condo, so I had a pretty good lawn. But then when we moved into our first home, I was the one I said to my wife, I will mow the lawn. You will never mow the lawn. Because that's that's what the guy does. He mows the lawn. Well, after about three or four years, I realized I hated mowing the lawn. Couldn't stand it. Don't, Don't like it in any way. And... I said, well, I still don't want my wife won't mow the lawn. I mean, you know, I see people that their their wives are mowing the lawn, and, and I know what I think about them. And um, so I hired someone to mow our lawn, and he did a much better job than me, and my wife even admitted that and said, oh, gosh, Greg, he is so much better than you. And I said, absolutely. 
Well, then after a few years, we decided we didn't want to pay for someone to mow the lawn, but I didn't want to mow the lawn. I didn't want to go back to that. And my wife started mowing the lawn. And she loves mowing the lawn. And even to this day, my wife mows the lawn. Uh, the day I'm recording this, it's a Thursday. My wife will mow the lawn today. So let's talk about this. Who are we? Um, first, I want to share a resource. I think it's really important for us to be able to discover who we're, we are if we don't know how to put words to what it is that we're feeling or experiencing. I use Patrick Lencioni's new um, uh, tool called Working Genius. You can find this at workinggenius.com. I'd invite and encourage you to get that. Tells you who you are. Here's who I am. Uh, I'm a I'm a visionary person. I'm an inventor. I love to look at a blank slate. I I love whiteboards and white papers that are blank and love to look at them. I love to look at scriptures and say, how do I how do I make this new? I love to sit in my house and dream what could be. So those are all the things I like to invent. I'm also a cheerleader. I love to get people on board, and I love to encourage and support people and then look around and just say, this is wonderful, well done. I, I could never have done this. Those are the things I am. So I'm a starter, I'm a creator, and I'm a cheerleader, getting people on board to say, we can do this, and let's go with this. Here's what I'm not. I'm not a I'm not a tenacious person. I'm not a let's get every little dirty detail right. Oh, I see the things that are wrong for sure. I wonder what could be absolutely. But as far as like the little tiny details and 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 the enablement of let me sign up and do this repeated task over and over and over again and and find satisfaction and joy out of that, that's not me. And that's why mowing the lawn for me is actually a frustration. That every single week, it's the same thing. Mow the lawn. Do the same lines. Fill the bag with grass. Put the grass out on the curb. I just don't love it. Now, my wife, my wife's the opposite way. She is not a innovator. She's, she's not an inventioner. She's a person who looks around and says, this is great. I love what we have. Right? There doesn't need to be more. Why do we need to create more? Everything works fine the way it is. Nothing's broken. She's also a finisher. She loves the routine of mowing a lawn. She loves the routine of her everyday living. She's a person that is tenacious. She has this enablement. Sign me up. What can I do over and over again? How do I follow rules? How do I follow, follow direct recipes? It's why she's a tremendous baker and why I have to limit what I can eat of her food. Because she's so good at finishing and so actually, the funny thing is that each other's frustrations are each other's geniuses. So in our family life, we have to work that out, right? Because what I genius causes her actually frustration or anxiety. And I had to get over myself to say, but if she loves this genius mowing the lawn, I have to be okay with that. And actually see great value in that and swallow a little my pride and my ego and my comparison to the other males in the neighborhood. Think about this in your workplace. Think about this where we're, we're going, right? In my career, there's tremendous preachers. Sometimes pastors think and say, I can't preach like them. Well, maybe, maybe they don't have that giftedness. And that's okay. Uh, just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you're going to be a great preacher, 
It doesn't mean you've been wired to be a great preacher, right? Um, for for me, there's certain components of of the job that I go. That's just not me. I, I you know, getting me down into dirty details, the tenacity, the enablement of of doing things on the routine over and over and over again in the same way, really hard for me to do. So, so know who you are and know who you're not. And then this is how I want to wrap up today. Don't feel guilty for the way God made you. And don't feel guilty for what God didn't give you. You see, when I begin to look and to say, I'm going to stop feeling guilty for how God made me, that, that I'm okay with the fact that I'm not a finisher, but man, there are some people around here who are finishers, and I'm going to be really thankful for them, that I married a finisher. Wow, amazing. I married someone with this like fine detail that doesn't say, well, it looks good enough, right? The other thing I think super important for us to think about with that aspect is I think it's also really important for us to think about Moses, Right? This is where Jethro came, Moses' father-in-law, and said, Moses, you're wearing yourself out. He was trying to do everything. And, and God, God, through Jethro, said, you have a whole group of people around you who are qualified. Enable them. Delegate to them. Use their gifts that God has given to them to support, to encourage, and take you farther than you will go. One of my great mentors, Craig Rochelle, always says this. If you're the cap and the top of all of your leadership, the organization will only go as far as you. Same in your household, faith-wise with your family. If you're the cap, if you're the end-all, be-all, do-all, it will only go as far as you are, right? So today, this month... I just want you to really dive into who you are, who you're not. Again, resourceworkinggenius.com by Patrick Lencioni. Um, It's a wonderful, wonderful, quick tool to help you figure that out. All right, leaders, God bless you. Uh, Have a great one. Once again, I'd invite you to like, share, subscribe. Uh, So thankful for all of you that listen to this um, and share this and uh, continue to empower others. Uh, to lead up and lead like never before as we lead in the love of Jesus. And we're faithfully leading and faithfully living. Have a great day. Thank you for being a part of this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg next month for leadership insights to faithfully love and faithfully lead. Now go be terrific today.